The South Congress podcast is a lifestyle show that sometimes crosses over into mature territory. The views expressed are those of the hosts and guests who come from different backgrounds and experiences. Listener discretion is advised. Right. My name is Cameron Hawkins. I am the host of the South Congress podcast, producer of the South Congress podcast network. Um, If it's your first time listening, um, this will be an experience because it won't be about me. Um, On the South Congress podcast network, we try to do multiple shows. Um, We have, of course, our mainline show. We have uh, the Goose Down, which is a book review of R.L. Stein's classic Goosebump series. Um, We have a seasonal show called I Just Want to Tell Stories, where our buddy Joe Anderson Jr. interviews um, some of the most talented queer creators of color here in the Austin, Texas area. So definitely multiple things um, that we do over time. We also periodically have What's the Fun in That, um, where our buddy Quincy has a conversation about 20 minutes a week about the goings on in video games. So, you know, we try to cover kind of all of our bases. So I had a coworker come to me about just podcasting in general. They had questions about how this thing works or what service they should use or how to get your audience up, just a bunch of different questions. And my whole idea was, well, you know, as somebody who's new to it, The thing you probably want to focus on is the idea and the content first, and the technical stuff comes later. So um, without any further ado, I want to introduce you guys to uh, Makisha Moana. Makisha, say hi to everybody first. Hello. So, um, you know, before we talk about what it is that you plan on doing, um, and I want to be clear, this, this thing is not necessarily like a South Congress thing. This is a Makisha Moana thing um, that, you know, how it comes to you and when it comes to you is all going to be decided later. It was really a situation where, like, I have this thing that can help you at least with the start of this thing and whatever you choose to do, that can go whichever direction. But before we do that, tell the people who you are, where you're from, what it is you do, as much of that as you're comfortable talking about. Okay. Um, I am from Round Rock and what I do professionally, I work at ACC. Um, I work as a liaison for Round Rock ISD and I provide all of the dual credit classes for my uh, district. So that's what I do on a professional level. Outside of that, personally, I'm a mom, a wife, um, you know, and just moving day to day and wanting to just incorporate different things in my life to give back to my community. That was a big thing uh, for me when you kind of sent me the information on what it is you want to do and who you want to do it for. But we'll definitely get there. Right. Um, when we talk about podcasting, because what I think about is like knowing that you work dual credit. And for people who aren't familiar, um, dual credit, uh, it's high school level students looking to take college classes. Right. And so even with what I do with us being co-workers, she works more with a slightly younger demographic who have different ideas and responsibilities and goals. Um, So how is this thing that you want to do, you know, sitting down and talking to people more your age? Mm -hmm. Like, how is that 
you think going to be different from what you do kind of in an everyday capacity? Well, in an everyday capacity, it's definitely geared more toward education and um, even post-secondary education as well and making sure the students are getting complete with um, their dual credit classes. As far as what I want to do with the podcasting, it's going to look very different because I am um, starting off with pulling you know people that are closest to me mm-hmm. that have personal stories that I've actually been you know touched by I've learned from um, different experiences and just things that I have taken and tried to put in my back pocket as I move forward and I'm learning and you know just bec- um, becoming a, a new parent and um, just figuring out life so talking to these individuals I want their story to be heard as well because I'm like if I can learn from them and I can you know gleam information and feel like I can, you know, have it being used in my life. I feel like this can also be something that's beneficial for others in the community. Why do a podcast and not like a blog or a YouTube channel or like what? Why was podcasting the thing that kind of jumped out? Is this is how I think I want this information to come across? You know, uh, Cameron, I'm still kind of you know deciding on that. I'm trying to decide about some YouTube mm-hmm. videos, but honestly, podcasting just came to mind because I was like, okay, I don't necessarily like writing. Mm-hmm. Um, a blog would be fun, but I'm like, I think just having my voice out there. You know, usually when people hear your voice, they feel automatically more connected to you Mm -hmm. and I am very big on just connecting with my audience connecting with people that I care about and people that care about me so I thought that podcasting would be a better avenue to start from in just you know getting my voice heard um, starting out a lot of people call podcasting the race to sit down and talk to people and it makes it sound so simple (laughs) is there anything that you've seen or listened to that kind of jumped out and it was like okay i want to emulate that or borrow from that or i think these people who are doing it i think this might be a good way Mm -hmm. to, to to get across what i'm trying to do you know um actually i started listening to podcasts probably about six years ago and um there's a lady by the name of Malik till and she is the the director over um uh, curlbox so she started doing podcasts and she became my uh virtual i guess you could say mentor um just everything business she talked about the business aspect her life experiences and i just loved it and i was like this is really cool um it's never it was never thought honestly up until like in the last couple of months but just hearing her and getting information like i said her personal stories that honestly probably you know she could think that it meant nothing to other people, but mm. her experiences and what she's experienced before getting into the business world and having her own um, um, uh, company because she, her company deals everything with like natural hair. So you can subscribe to Curlbox and then you can get seven like samples of hair care products. And since I'm natural, that's kind of why I gravitated toward her. Mm. And she also had a really good presence on social media. So that was like really my first introduction into so into podcasting. Mm-hmm. And then I just kind of slowly start listening to other podcasts. I listen to uh, Stephen Furtick. He's a minister. Um, so I, I really enjoy it. Um, and that's pretty much how I guess it kind of just formulated some thoughts and thinking that that would be a good way to connect with some people. Okay. So um, when, when we started doing this years ago, um, this was... 
a blog before it was a podcast. Okay. And we called it South Congress. And the reason we called it South Congress, um, I went to high school with this kid. We didn't get along so well. Um, and it was more just, just growing up different. Like mm-hmm. just, just being different guys from different backgrounds. Um, even though we went to the same school, you know, you can go to the same school and live worlds apart, right? Right. <laughs> so um, when I moved to Austin, right after I finished my undergrad at UT, um, I'm you know, looking to do some stuff. So I'm looking to rejoin a gym. And he's actually the guy who signs us up at the gym. And, you know, him and I, again, guys who played football together, but like right. weren't cool. We um, we connected like as adults and then would hang out and talk. And um, we used to go to this restaurant called Docs on South Congress. Right. And it was just for me, it was wow. Like this is what adulthood is. It's right. leaving behind. You know, stuff that you thought was important and then building towards something new. And him and I are really close to this day. Um, So when you come up with the title, A Seat at the Table, Mm -hmm. what does that mean to you? Honestly, A Seat at the Table is just allowing anybody to be welcomed, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and having their voices heard. And I think it's just really important, especially in the minority community, I think it's just important for our voices to be heard, whether it be something political, whether it be something, you know, in our community, um, just whatever the case may be. I want to be able to have a seat at the table for anybody that's willing to, first of all, not just speak, but to learn and to be able to be an example um, for those that are listening um, to, you know, just us as we, you know, communicate in podcasts or communicate just directly to one another. Um, that's that's really, I think, what I thought about when I thought about a seat at, a seat at the table, just providing an opportunity for anybody to come in, speak if they would like to, but also gleam and, you know, get information and learn. Okay. So, you know, we try to do something similar in saying that, you know, whoever wants to be a part of this thing can. Right. But, you know, anybody can mean anybody, but it doesn't always mean anybody. Because this is what our anybody means. Our anybody means somebody between the ages of 25 and 40, Hmm. usually of color. Um, In most cases, they tend to be men. Um, And and for what we do, Mm -hmm. it's more like we invite women, but Mm -hmm. we also need to do a better job of making our content a little bit broader when they come around because okay. it automatically goes to like one thing and it's like oh right. come on guys but but we do want like yeah between 25 and 40 okay. um you know people of color okay. for the most part male um but not so skewed that women aren't a part of it but you right. know that's what we are so if somebody said okay we understand that you have a very open platform but you had to give them an idea mm-hmm. of an age, an ethnicity, mm-hmm. a gender, a station in life. Because typically also, they are going to be, like in my case, um, typically our guests are college grads. A lot of okay. times they happen to people who do work in education mm-hmm. uh, just based on me and my co-host social circles. Right. Um, or it's somebody I've met like during an undergrad or something like that. So yeah, it's like between 25 and 40, mm-hmm. people of color, educated, typically male. Like that's... Mm-hmm kind of who we are if and you don't feel like you have to have an exact idea right now but if you had to kind of generally say this is who you should expect Uh who would that be 
Honestly, like I said, I think a seat at the table involves everybody, uh -huh. right? Not just one demographic, not just, you know, a college student or a high school student or an adult. Um, but I think anybody and everybody, and it's funny that she even, you know, had this conversation with me about, you know, what I was what, you know, who who would I like to have mm -hmm. um, at a seat, have a seat at the table? I was a, at first thinking more like along the lines of women, you know, mm -hmm. having women come in and sharing their stories. But I'm like, then I start thinking, well, men have stories mm -hmm. to tell as well, absolutely, and experiences that I have, like I said, learned from as well. So then I said, well, I'm not going to just have it geared toward women. I'm not going to just have it geared toward me and anybody and everybody. And most importantly, I think what it's going to come down to, Cameron, is if I have connected with them on some level and I have, you know, and I have received personally some information that I feel like will be uh, relevant mm -hmm. for, you know, the podcast, then I definitely want to have them on. Mm -hmm. Right. Um but I, I just have to see that it's going to tie in and it's going to be something that's going to get the attention of my audience. So I think that I'll learn that as I go with the podcast, as I move forward with the podcast and just, you know, what are the listeners wanting to hear? And that's something that I think after, you know, we have this first pilot podcast, I can see what are people wanting to hear from me, you mm -hmm. know, as far as me personally? And then what are people just want to know more about? Because we have a lot of information out there already and uh, podcast um um individuals that are you know speaking about different things mm -hmm. but i think that's important too just not the stories that i want them to hear but what would they like to hear um and who would they like to hear from mm -hmm. and in that case you know moving forward with you know introducing so a thing that we did um because we do have guests on periodically mm -hmm. um we had our friend now but our friend becca on and becca is a you know 24-year-old little blonde white girl okay. who had 40,000 Instagram followers. Oh. And so that turned into an hour-long conversation about how to advertise on social media, right. which is cool. And, and Becca does not move in my circle. She doesn't look like me, uh -huh. but it was that commonality of existing on social media. So right. to give people an idea, mm -hmm. um, can you think of somebody off the top of your head mm -hmm. who doesn't look like you mm -hmm. or necessarily come from where you come from and gave you kind of a great piece of life advice or something you kind of follow from somebody right. who's not like you because I get I know where you work so I know yeah, who you work exactly, with. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Honestly, off the top of my head, it would be Jessica Honiger. Um, she is actually um, the CEO of Noonday Collection, which is um, a company that I do my uh, my jewelry sales from. Okay. So, Jessica Honiger, she is awesome. She started um, Noonday Collection basically one day just hosting a trunk show and just selling some of her, her grandmother's like fine jewels and um, some goods that she received from Africa. Mm -hmm. And so anyway, Jessica is not like me and she has her own podcast, but I continuously learn from just her work ethic mm -hmm. and just her personal life. Cause on social media, I also follow her and I know her personally too, but not in the aspect where I can say, okay, this is Jessica's life just based off of what I've seen when I've went to the conferences, I've actually communicated with her more and she's doing some more, you know, uh, personal noonday stuff. So that would be one person that's like off the top. She has a great following and she's doing a lot of what I would love to see myself mm -hmm. doing in the future. So on the flip side, yeah. I get to do a show 
every week with my best friend, which mm-hmm. is super easy. You're not got to reel him back in all the time. But, yeah. you know, that's somebody who absolutely knows my personality. Right. I know his. I know the things that we should talk about because I know what kind of reaction it's going to get out of him and how that's going to flow. Um, and you don't have to give away an episode that you have coming. Okay. But somebody who you're close to, who yeah. you did grow up around, yeah. give everybody an idea of the information that you would take from them or kind of the conversation you'd have with them. Like somebody you're familiar with, yeah. what would you guys come in and talk about? Well, um, it's funny. I, I, I want to have my brother mm-hmm. um, on and I don't know if he's going to be necessarily the first podcast that I have, but I have a few people already in mind that I'm going to be uh, knocking on their door, calling them. And um, he has a very unique, I would say, um, parenting perspective and how he has raised his um his daughters and his are your kids the same age or his kids are older they're a little older yeah they're a little older but he has a very unique experience and i want him to be able to share it i don't want to like i say give too much away but um like i what i can say is that he has like the yours mine and ours um he's not a married a male but he has um uh a couple of baby mothers. Okay. And I'm, um, I'm already having fun. This yeah, episode's going to be good. Exactly. It's going to be really good. Mm-hmm. And um, his children, he only has one child that actually lives here. Okay. And, um, well, let's say Georgetown. And then his um, other kiddos are in Kansas City. Okay. And so, yeah, I would love for him to share his story. But what I do love about the story most is that he has a very good co-parenting relationship with okay. his, um, with his, with the mother of his child, um, here in Round Rock. And so I want him to just share that unique story because it's not necessarily easy and, you know, trying to manage, okay, the kids and then you have the mothers of the kids and just how that even came to be. Um, um, so I, I definitely would love to have him share his story. Oh, as, as somebody who's in their mid-30s, who yeah. hosts a podcast with somebody also in their mid-30s mm-hmm. who don't have children and we just see it from the outside, like yeah. that's a story I want to hear. <laughs> that oh, sounds yeah. you, good. You are going to want, if he's going to, if he gets to the nitty-gritty of what I want him to speak about, okay. it's, it's, it's pretty interesting and people wouldn't expect the story. Yeah. One thing we did talk about before and so I kind of know the answer, but I, I thought was unique um, when you presented it to me. Mm-hmm. How often do you plan on doing shows? Because, you know, we run a thing where, and I think I was telling you this, you know, we feel almost obligated to put out something every week because we established that like so long ago. So that's what people expect. Like there's nothing more like bothersome and not bothersome, but like makes you uneasy to where like we drop every Monday at seven. So when it's 745 and you start to get like messages about like where's the show you're like oh my god so so yeah what's the schedule that you kind of have tentatively and and why okay tentatively i have um i want to do a podcast twice every semester and i'm talking in semesters because obviously i work in the education world and to be clear guys if we mm -hmm. if we say twice a semester that could mean four a year it could mean six a year depending on on schedule but that's like Essentially, uh, let's say a February and an April and then a June and an August and then an October and a December. Right. Roughly. Yeah, exactly. And and the reason why I'm looking at that, because I already Cameron, as you know, personally about me, I have my my plate full. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I'm a full time mom full-time here at work at ACC, and then I do noonday on the side, and I have 
two kids under three. Uh, one is actually like seven months mm -hmm. um, on Friday. So I am really busy. And this is something I definitely I'm passionate about. I do want to move forward with the podcast, but I don't want to, you know, already give out like false hope and I want mm -hmm. to be able to be consistent but I also gonna I'm, I'm also gonna look at like you know how it's doing once I really start up and what that looks like if you know if people are wanting more and I can provide more I'll do that depending too on the topic it might actually be a little more like you had mentioned um, um, depending on the topic and how how deep we're going to the topic and if we need to do you know two or three different podcasts with one individual that's mm -hmm. that's fine as well but that's what i'm looking at right now um but if it's if it comes pretty easy and pretty natural and it's not necessarily getting too much in the way of like just work family mm -hmm. then i'll try to start dropping more but i definitely want to say relevant so that's something that i want to say you had actually talked about like just making sure like my audience stays interested mm -hmm. if i am having those big breaks but definitely in each podcast i'll be saying hey this is when the next one drops and and then making sure that every time and obviously you know having a presence on social media making sure that they are aware that hey the podcast is dropped go listen to it and you know leave feedback whatever absolutely mm -hmm. all right so um before we finish up is yeah. there any information that you would want to give uh a prospective listener anything you felt like we left out anything you think they should know um, no, I mean, just like I was saying, if you, there is something personally you want to hear just from me and about my life, I already actually have a plan um, to speak on some things that I experienced in December that actually kind of um, really had me thinking about, hey, what do I want to do? How do I want to, you know, uh, give back and do just some more things? Um, but I just want to hear, you know, what is it that my audience would want to you know learn about or just hear from me and then um how often would they want to hear from me i think that's going to be super important too because if i get like hey you know twice a semester is fine or maybe a little bit more frequently or i'm not going to listen to you then i would definitely <laughs> consider that as well so yeah we'll just kind of see as we you know move forward through the pilot podcast all right sounds good um makisha moana the upcoming yes a seat at the table podcast Yay. um thank you for joining me Yay. and guys um expect to hear from her really really soon i'm cameron hawkins uh thank host you, of oh yeah it's no problem uh cameron hawkins host of the south congress podcast producer of the south congress podcast network and thanks for joining us want to support the show want a specific topic comment show or movie discuss Supporting the South Congress podcast on Patreon allows you to dictate the conversation. Visit patreon.com slash Seahawk for details on how you can support and guide the show.